0: BP, good morning. Good to speak to you. Oh, Jack, good morning.
1: It's uh, it's all happening, to be fair to say. Crowds uh, coming in in their absolute droves. It feels like a, a very normal, normal Australian Open.
0: Uh, BP, um, let's firstly touch on uh, Samantha Stozer before we get into actually what we're going to see today. Uh, Samantha Stozer, we've played a little bit of her press conference just while we were waiting for you. Um, uh, Was it expected, uh, this announcement, that she would finish
1: completely at the end of this Australian Open? Yeah, we weren't totally sure, Jack, but it's it's probably no surprise. Uh, Obviously, it was two years ago now that she retired from singles, wanted to keep playing doubles. You know, the family uh, came along and then, you know, she sort of uh not played a full calendar the last two years and everyone was wondering when, you know, Sam would would uh, leave the game and look she's achieved so much and um yeah, I I think it's a great place for her to finish and hopefully there's uh, this one more great performance. You know, she's teaming up with Elisa uh, Cornet of France and the yeah, the dubs and then Maddie Ebden in the in the mix and, and what a career. I mean I, I sort of feel like Jack maybe her greatest legacy is Still to come, but we shouldn't, you know, forget her deeds of winning a major, uh, four in the world, the amount of WTA titles, uh, world number one doubles. Uh, I, I could go on and on and on, but you know, maybe her biggest legacy is going to be, along with Ash Barty, in setting up her own academy, is uh, developing female players because you know, quite frankly, the cupboard is, is pretty bare at the moment, and, and those two might just really inspire that next crop. And what great mentors to have.
0: Do you expect, as by extension to that, that we might see them involved in the Australian set-up as well
1: in some way? Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, maybe not uh, maybe not Ash, but, you know, Sam, uh, I, I think is from what I understand, is uh, going to be, um, you know, right at the, the, the sort of the core of the sport still. She loves tennis. It's been part of her life forever. So, you know, whether she's the next Billy Jean King Cup captain or we saw a little taste, uh, the United Cup, which is alongside Leighton as sort of the co-captain there, Uh, for that uh, new format, going back a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, I mean Sam's, uh, you know, always been pretty reserved, you know, (laughs) she's never been, I suppose, an outward sort of personality, a little introverted in in a lot of ways, but yeah, people will tell you behind the scenes that any of the young girls just love, been able to pick her brain, love been able to, yeah, ask her a lot of questions about life on tour, so no, she'll be great.
0: Brett, let's stay with the the ladies then, is it Swiatek's to lose Is it as simple as that Or is there a plenty mm. of competition Within this group
1: Well, it's, you know Eager deserves the favouritism Incredible year uh, Two majors uh, What, eight or nine titles World number one She's nearly 6,000 points clear So, you know But we know when you're at the top You're the hunted, And you've only got to have a little off day She didn't quite fire against Jessica Bagula The world number three at the United Cup A couple of weeks ago But the losses have been Few and far between the last 12 months. Uh, but look, uh, there's a potential matchup with Coco Goff in a, in a quarterfinal. Coco's going to open up on centre-court today. Now, you know, if, if you're looking at that big pack of players, who's got the most upside? Well, it's Coco. I mean, she's still on the 18 quite remarkably. We think of her as this sort of seasoned player now. Uh, but she has got sort of majors written all over her. You know, She's got a bit of X-factor. But then you've got the, it's the bigger hitters in the draw. You now, look at Keyes and Kvitova. Uh, Sabalenka, a uh, great win in Adelaide. You know, if they're on, they're hard to stop, but they don't always have the consistency of, uh, you know, match to match. They can uh, they can miss a lot of balls and that and can cost them. So, yeah, I think if Ega's on and she plays her dynamic brand of tennis, uh, it's pretty hard to stop.
0: Is it Belinda Bensick, a, a ch- you know, one that may? I mean, she's been around the mark for a long time, hasn't won a, a major. Is she. Yeah, she seems to be in a reasonable form. Is is that a, someone yeah. that could be a little bit of an outsider?
1: Yeah, I mean, she she fascinates me, like because she's, she put together a pretty good resume. I mean, she got to, you know, top 10 when she was 18 and then had a debilitating wrist injury and, you know, just had to work her way back. A couple of coaching changes, uh, but she's, you know, the best performances have come on the hard courts of the US Open. You know, she's back top 10 as of uh, today with that win in Adelaide. Look, she's got all the tools. And I think, you know, for a lot of the girls, it becomes that mental uh, battle above the shoulders. You know, in, in tight moments, pressure moments, who's going to stand up? And, you know, shes um, I think she's tried to not be so down and hard on herself and just keep her emotions in check a little bit, which is easier said than done, as we know, in the cut and trust of, you know, being a professional sports person. But, look, she's got the skill set. Yeah, I mean, she, for her talent, she should be always second week of a Grand Slam, but the women's game uh, keeps showing up uh, wildly unpredictable results.
0: Brett Phillips is with us uh, live at Melbourne Park. Uh, Australian Open gets underway today. Uh, BP on the on the men's side of things uh, yep. is the continued talk going to be about Novak Djokovic and this little injury concern that he's got?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a it's a must watch, isn't it? Because it's you know I can't remember the last time he came into a major uh, with an injury query. Normally, it'll be three or four matches into a major that there might be a an issue and, uh, you, know, you know, possibly withdrawing and he, he, finds a, he finds a way physically to get himself up and win the tournament. As we know, uh, the men's game, it is brutal out there. It is brutal. These guys are hitting the ball like I've never seen it. The reaction time is is uh, split second. Uh, the ground you've got to cover. These young bucks, they, they want to step up and take uh, the older guy's scalp. So, yeah, look, I think the first three rounds look okay. Um, you know, possible demon or... If he gets that far, round four, possible of uh, possible Kyrgios quarterfinal. Uh, but look, if he's in the zone, and he, as he said yesterday, I, I want to be, I want to be the best. You know, <laughs> that means winning the most Grand Slams. It means that breaking every record possible. And he's turning 36 this year, so he knows that these young guys are only going to get better and better. And he's got to get the whip cracking and uh, make the most of 2023.
0: So, uh, BP, in terms of uh, the uh, contenders uh, for the men's yep. singles, can you summarise three or four that you think will be up there with Novak?
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, certainly you know, Nadal, Medvedev, seem on track <coughs> for uh, a quarter quarterfinal. Uh, Medvedev's the interesting one. You know, he's been to the final here last year. He lost his way a little bit at the majors uh, last year, apart from that Australian Open. Didn't play Wimbledon, of course. So I'm keen to see where he can get back to. I like Felix. I like Felix sauget Yeah, He lost that tough quarterfinal to Medvedev last year when he had him, what, well, he was a couple of sets up. He certainly had his nose in front. So I do like um, I do like Felix. Uh, yeah, and, and Holger, I think, ready, the 19-year-old, to have a good run here. Just got to keep his emotions in check. Uh, he'd love to play Kyrgios, I can tell you, because he would agitate, and that would be quite feisty, uh, that match. So bring that on, if that happens, in <laughs> round number three. So... Yeah, I and but I think it's 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 Djokovic, it's you know Nadal. You've got to always factor in, and yeah, I, I like I like Felix. I think he's become a, a really solid pro. Uh,
0: and BP, just in closing, uh, the okay. future of the Australian Open in Melbourne Park. Uh, yep. uh, Craig Tiley spoke about it in the lead-in. Is this a bit of scaremongering because he wants a bit more money out of some people's back pockets, or
1: is this a le- legitimate risk that uh, we're facing? <laughs> oh, Jack, it's never going anywhere. Now, I know I'm being a bit biased, I'm sounding parochial, but, I mean, they've spent um, they've spent $350 million on this facility. I know what he's trying to say, because when I look over at Rod Laver Arena, it does need a little bit of a facelift, uh, Rod Laver. Um, so that's the one that they're going to have to maybe spend a little bit of money on um, over the next course of time. But they're locked into a contract here, what, 2046 or something like that. And there's, and there's nowhere else in Australia that's got the facilities to have a grand slam. So it's either here or you take it away from Australia. But tennis loves its history and its tradition, mm. and the four pillars, the four majors, have been in the same cities. Um, you know, the Australian Open. I know before kuyong moved around a bit, but, but you know, since the seventies, uh, it's been in Melbourne. So I, no, nothing, nothing will change. But he's good. Though. He's a good negotiator, Craig. He'll, he'll get a few bucks out. Of
0: <laughs> Very good. Uh, good on you, BP. Plenty of tennis to look forward to. The boys will... T- Uh, unwrap all of the day one action with you tomorrow
1: thank you good to chat
0: there he goes brett phillips with us this morning uh, an australian open update thanks to Cadent limited the insurance brokers and also angelo street optical you can find them in south perth independently owned and uh, uh, locally owned i should say independently and locally owned for all your eyewear and eye care needs